Cardinal Timothy Dolan wrote of a time when he was in Washington, D.C., helping out at the Gift of Peace House, which was a hospice for dying AIDS patients operated by St. Teresa of Calcutta's Missionaries of Charity. He wrote the following about visiting a patient there. I noticed one emaciated man in the corner who seemed agitated and kept beckoning me to come to him. As I began to turn, in turn to approach his bed, the sister halted me, warning that this man was unusually violent, hateful to all, and had actually attempted to bite the attending sisters a number of times. However, the poor man kept signaling for me to come over. Slowly, cautiously, I approached and carefully extended the crucifix, which he grasped and kissed, not the feet I remember so vividly, but the face of the crucified Lord. He then lay back down, exhausted. The next day, Holy Saturday, the sisters called to tell me that the same man had asked to see me. I went and, again in company with the two sisters as bodyguards, approached him. As I got nearer, he whispered, I want to be baptized. I moved a few inches closer and, expressing satisfaction, asked if he could explain to me why he desired to enter the church. I know nothing about Christianity or the Catholic Church, he said, with what little bit of strength he had left. In fact, I have hated religion all my life. All I do know is that for three months I have been here dying. These sisters are always happy. When I curse them, they look at me with compassion in their eyes. Even when they clean up my vomit, bathe my sores, and change my diapers, they are smiling. When they spoon-feed me, there is a radiance in their eyes. All I know is that they have joy, and I don't. When I ask them in desperation why they are so happy, all they answer is Jesus. I want this Jesus. Baptize me. Give me this Jesus. Give me joy. When Jesus was asked what the greatest commandment was, he replied that we shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, with all your mind. In other words, everything we have and are. He then said that the second commandment was that we should love our neighbors as ourselves. And elsewhere, he even commanded us to love our enemies. Those missionaries of charity obviously had a love for Jesus. The man was downright mean to them. They responded with love, in keeping with Jesus' commandments. When the man saw their love, he became curious. He wanted to know what their secret was, why they had so much joy. The sisters answered the man honestly and directly, saying that the reason for their joy was Jesus. Cardinal Dolan baptized the man, gave him the anointing of the sick, and then offered him Holy Communion, and the man died shortly thereafter. And, well, now he's probably a saint in heaven. And that only because those missionaries of charity loved God, loved their neighbor, kept God's commandments, and were not afraid to tell people that they found their hope in Jesus. In our second reading today, St. Peter suggested we do likewise. 
It's a beautiful passage. Beloved, sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope. I do hope that all of us have let Jesus be the Lord of our hearts and of our lives. And if it seems like that's missing in your life to some degree, well, a change may be in order. Jesus said if we love him and keep his commandments, he will reveal himself to us. So if there's commandments you're breaking, if there's commandments we're breaking, let's stop. Get to confession. If you don't think Jesus is Lord of your heart, well, try to pray more regularly. Come to Mass more regularly. Do acts of charity for others. Study the truths of the faith. Read the scriptures. And through all of this, Jesus reveals himself to us. And then when others see how we find peace amidst hardship, how we don't gossip like others, enjoying that sport of tearing one another down, if they see how we are kind even to those who hate us, how we're generous with those in need, like this dying man in the hospice, they might just become curious. And they may even ask us, why are you so happy? Why are you so nice? And we might be tempted to answer, ah, I guess I'm just having a good day today. Or say something like, I got a good night's rest. You know, whatever, I've had my coffee. A better response. A response that could have the power to change a person's life forever would be instead to say, Jesus gives me this peace, this joy. You know, not necessarily a big speech trying to convert the person to the faith on the spot, uh, no Bible-thumping speeches, but just a simple admission that, you know, Jesus is the reason we are as good as we are. Not that we're perfect, but he's the reason that we are as good as we are. Now, that sounds nice, of course. But in our godless world, speaking about Jesus like that, it might get a few chuckles from those who don't have faith. They might think we're weird. Even hearing the word Jesus from our lips will be enough to make some people write us off as crazy or make some people angry. It could hurt our job prospects. It could hurt our relationships. This is the world we live in now. But if we are sincere in our faith and speak about Jesus with gentleness and reverence, as Peter wrote, the hearts of others may be softened and changed. We cannot forget, though, as we do this, challenging as it is, we aren't alone. Jesus said he would give us another advocate, meaning the Holy Spirit, to aid us. He said he would not leave us orphans. The Holy Spirit will be with us in difficult moments, especially, by the way, as a little almost digression here, if we've received the sacrament of confirmation, which is a great source of help to us. The sacrament of confirmation is right there in our first reading today in the Acts of the Apostles. The deacon, Philip, baptized new converts to the Christian faith. But that wasn't the end of it, right? 
Because next, the apostles, those first bishops, came. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. That's confirmation right there. The bishop laying hands on someone, praying for them. Uh, They receive a strengthening of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Right there in the Bible. Confirmation is important for us. Through it, the Holy Spirit's gifts are strengthened within us so that we can do everything I just talked about today. The world doesn't need any more lukewarm or fallen away Catholics. It doesn't need one more atheist or one more greedy person or one more person who lacks charity for others. It does need men and women who know and courageously live the Catholic faith in its fullness. This faith that built Western civilization, the faith that is the foundation of all of the freedoms that we treasure. May those who encounter us, like that man in the hospice, seeing the joys of the sisters, see the joy of Christ in us. And then may we not fear to share that joy. Amen.